I've always felt different. I've always seen things, but when I tried to express them as a child, I was always told to ignore it. There were people that I didn't know that came to me and said, I have this message that I keep getting that I have to deliver to you. All of a sudden, out of the shadows, a homeless man just jumped right in front of me, and he said, I'm a soul just like you. I love it. I wanted to understand the universe and who and what we are and what are we doing here. We're all part of this amazing soul wave tapping into each other. This was a major life changer. You are a light. You have helped me a ton. Thank you. You've given me the courage to live more from my soul. Millions of people are awakening. So wake up with Michelle Miche. Be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help, personal growth, metaphysics, and spirituality. The soul path of awakening. Understand what living awake is. Hello, everyone. Hello, hello. Welcome. If you happen to be new to Awakenings with Michelle Mache podcast, um, I really want to welcome you all. Got a lot of new listeners. Got our tried and trues, too, that help hold down the fort, that are co-creating this amazing place to connect, this amazing reality in space and time and beyond space and time. Hi, everyone in the chat. Good to see you. Let me know how the sound is, please. All right, if you are here for the first time, here is the drill. You can listen by phone, 347-539-5122. Press 1 on your keypad. Um, or you can listen by chat. You can also listen by computer. Uh, there's a way to listen by computer. You don't have to be in the chat if you don't want to. You guys are going to hear me getting my... Today I'm having decaf with a little bit of steamed, with my electric frother, a little bit of steamed milk here, if you hear me in the background. I've been doing some recording for a project, which I love doing. Um, I'm excited to see how it all unfolds. So anyway, gang, 347-539-5122 is the number, and... Um, you can press 1 on your keypad if you have a question or a comment or you want a reading. I am going to get to readings. I do want to, um, 347-539-5122, press 1 on your keypad. So we have quite a few people in the chat. And you can ask questions in the chat as well. So if that's something you want to do. Um, I had those of you that are on Patreon, and by the way, other ways to connect with me is on Instagram. Come follow me there. I do a tune in, usually weekly, sometimes more than weekly, but I really tune in with the guides to see what people really need to know, what's going on. It's a message that's meant to find you. Um, and I weave other stuff in the stories as I tune in, um, inspirational, inspired action, but happenings, what's going on looking at the changes in the cosmos. The other way is Soul Insights and Tarot on YouTube and also Awakenings with Michelle Mache on YouTube. If you would subscribe there, that would be great. I want to welcome the new subscribers to Soul Insights and Tarot and also Awakenings with Michelle Mache podcast. Um, we're extending over on YouTube, getting closer to getting there with lives. Right now there's replays um, that are there. It all just takes a minute or two. 
but it's all happening. It's all happening. So there's my alarm because I was in recording and meditating. So I want to share with you guys, there's going to be a lot more synchronicity, synchronistic connections where you're really getting the messages and the guidance on your path. Now, some of you may have had these kinds of stories. I hope so because they're very inspiring. I know they always inspire me. But we're moving in the time of the gathering, and I'm going to be doing a video on this on Patreon. I can't do all of it. I could do it here, but since we're now uh, uploading to and publishing on YouTube, I've I've gotten censored a couple of times. I've gotten warnings of the content, even though it was channeled information, it was psychic information that ended up playing out and being accurate. But anyway, um, so it's a little funny there. But Patreon, I'm able to not censor, or not censor, you know, as as much. Let's just put it that way, or be cautious. Um, but we are moving into this time of this gathering, this great gathering. Have any of you been feeling like you really want to connect? Like you're feeling like drawn to certain people, maybe to certain groups. Um, you're drawn to a certain person. You're wondering where is this leading? Where is this going? Is this a create made am i going to do something with this person are we partnering up and that is because there is this aspect and some of you that follow me on instagram or you're in the patreon soul path awakening um community or you've heard of me talk about it here or workshops that i do that there is this aspect of self that is coming through from the soul that is needed really for the next uh, let's see we're 30, 35, 40 years and beyond. We are getting into this critical time that is going to be like a major leapfrog, major exponential leap, major timeline leap. And we've had lots of little changes, lots of shifting, people's perspectives are shifting. But you're going to see within the root awakening, I mean, there's a lot of aspects to this awakening depending where you're at, depending your soul's evolution, your soul's mission, your soul memory, your soul purpose. Not everybody is having the same experience, and you can see that, but all the experiences dovetail into the one or oneness. So you have to really understand what's your, what, you know, what's your lane, where are you really meant to be, because that's where you're really going to thrive. So I had a, you know, I think it was last year or the year before I had, I was at this Bluestone Cafe, and this woman came up to me, well, I saw her walking, young woman in her Lululemons and Uggs, just just looked very regular, 20-something person, maybe maybe early 30s. And I was sitting there having, I think, tea or coffee with a friend of mine, and I think we were having our decaf cappuccinos. And it was early morning, and I had been asking my friend, uh, actually Grace, so she can confirm the story some of you have done workshops with us in healing about um some projects that i'm working on and some channeled info that i got and she said no you need to really you know move forward on that that's i feel really good about that and this woman i can see her staring at me as she's walking she's approaching you know our tables our table is on the side with a group of other tables and she's just looking at me intently 
I kind of look up and smile. You know, I just smile. And then she comes over and she goes, your guides are so proud of you. They're so proud, so happy. You're doing such a great job. Keep up the good work. You're really, really making a difference. And her friend is like shocked, like and pulling her kind of away. And my friend is looking up at me, and I said, oh, my God, I've been asking for a sign. And I go, and it's right when we're talking about this. She goes, no, I'm not weird. I, she goes, I'm a chant. And I go, no, I don't think you're weird. I said, I, I totally understand. Uh, you know, thank you very much for the message. And she said, there's just all this light coming from you. Well, let me be honest. Some of it was the light coming through the trees at the time of day. You know how that happens. <laughs> it was quite a Spielberg moment, I suppose. Uh, if I do say so myself. <laughs> anyway, so that happens to me, you know, on and off quite a bit. Now, recently, a couple of days ago, I went to my chiropractor, shout out to Dr. Griffin, got my alignment and an occipital adjustment. Really just, oh my God, opens up the body, opens up the vertebrae, opens just up and opens up the, really the upper chakras. And I thought, okay, I'm going to go home, nestle, went and got some Thai food. Penang curry with tofu and vegetables and rice. And I'm driving by Anamamundi and I'm like, I feel my car pulling over. And I'm like, no, I'm going to go home. And then I'm like, well, let's go and get some herbs. I want to get some bulk herbs for to make some teas and poultices. And I just thought, i got to go in now. And I just pull over, turn the corner, park, walk a bit there, come in. It's just lovely. Shout out to Violet. Uh, there at Anima Mundi, and there was an amazing woman in there just butterflying around and doing her thing, and I'm doing my thing, and she turns around and goes, you have the most amazing energy, so much light. And I turn around to her and I go, takes one to no one. You see the light because you are the light. You know, I'm just in this playful mood, just opening up the the containers, glass containers of these amazing herbs, this earth mother goddess energy coming out everywhere. And we chit-chat a little bit, and then she goes, there's something special about you. And I'm just like, well, I'm an oracle. I go, I'm a, she said, I'm an oracle. And I said, oh, I'm a channeler too. I'm an oracle. I'm a you know, psychic channel. And we just hugged. We just hugged, embraced each other. Major beautiful elder woman, beautiful, beautiful, long, silvery black. Hair. You know when the when the hair can do the right, the great silver, gray, black, whatever. So we, she goes about her business. I go, we chit chat. Then she's leaving. I don't know what she if she bought anything. I don't even remember. She leaves and then she comes back. She goes, I normally don't do this. So she gave us a reading and she opened this bag, this beautiful like tapestry kind of bag and pulls out the different cards. And I was immediately drawn to these cards that not not yet on the market, but her, they're based on sacred geometry. So uh, hopefully her friend is just now publishing them, so I'm going to keep my eye out for them. And very interesting. Some of the stuff that she said uh, to me was very different reading for Violet and for me. And... She was talking about the channeling I do, some stuff that people wouldn't know, some stuff that I know from my guide, some stuff that I know that's going to be going on with me in the next three to six months, and about this new information coming in. She said, you don't even know this yet. It's another part of you. It's another message. 
And she said, you work with multiple guides. And I do. It's a group that comes through. And she gave me some information that confirmed some of the stuff that I was sharing and relaying from the guides in one of the workshops and, and sound healing sessions I did a few months back with Grace about this new aspect of self or soul and the key codes and what's coming up in the in the planetary changes, earth changes. So amazing, magical, just it was such a beautiful experience. And that was that was Monday. Early this morning, five through, I am in this vision. Sometimes my visions come, I'm in a waking state, and it's like a movie, and I, I'm you know, in it, and, and sometimes I'm in a deep state, and I'm getting all this information about the gathering and what's coming up next. And I woke up, and the guide said, don't worry, we'll wake you up. And it was a startle. I woke up getting all this information, like I was in this dream, but it was really a vision. I was living out what's coming. And that's what happened to me when I channeled all the information about the pandemic in 2017. I was in it and seeing stuff. So I'm in it, but I'm watching it. I'm observing. And then later, it was so interesting and kind of fun for me when we had uh, the guards here, the National Guard and all that stuff, I had seen that in my dreams, and I was on my phone watching. And my friend Lori is like, go home, Michelle, go home. They're marching in the street. It's dangerous. And I'm like, no, this is such a trip for me because I channeled all this. I had four days of visions of all this, and now I'm living it. Now I'm in the street, and I'm walking down the street, seeing the guys and girls in those fatigues, brown and green fatigues, I didn't see, um, I, in my visions, I saw tanks. We didn't have tanks where I live, but some of my clients told me there were tanks back east. So it was just a trip for me to experience what I'm channeling. The same thing happened early this morning, and the guide said, you've got to talk to people about the gathering and for people to really pay attention to the people that are coming in their life or the the messages or what keeps occurring because the guides are really, really trying to reach out to people. And what I am seeing also starting next year, I mean, we're in a, a it's really a lot's going to happen, I would say 2025, 2026. I mean, we're still kind of bridging into it next year. There may be a lot of constriction or restriction on some levels, but there's also, and especially governmentally or with groups, but there is also, or corporations, there's going to be a lot of freedom individually, meaning your creativity, your, your prompting to want to work in a different way and want to change, change your way you live, change your lifestyle, change how you relate, really get down deep, kind of scorpionic energy, right? Very Plutonian, get to the bottom of things, really like connect on deep levels and it's possible that's part of why i'm sharing this because a lot of times i have these experiences with people obviously i know them other dimensionally or from other lives and we just embrace we hug we have these great connecting this great connection we we know that it's a meaningful connection now i know a lot of people are busy i know but you've got to create the space for that and it starts in your mind that it's a possibility 
even if you're working three jobs, have four kids, you know, and a family, you know, family, you can still create the space. And this, it starts in your mind. It's the space to know that this is possible. Because once you start aligning through that synergy, we've been talking about this, you know, in some of the in Patreon, that synergy connects you into synchronicity and symbiotic relationships. We, we are meant to connect. Our strength is in the connection, is in the unity. And we are in the, the main part of the awakening. There's root awakening. There's things tearing down. There's soul alignment. There's so much happening. But underneath it all is the unification, which is love. Love is the binding force. Now, that doesn't mean kind of emotional, romantic love, though it can, that can be a part of it. But it's more of the love of us, of our existence, of connection, of what we're doing here, what we're creating, that to some degree we're born out of love. And that love is because we're a vibrational frequency. We're a geometrical configuration, a, a, a divine matrix, a soul matrix that has this particular design and blueprint within that design of potential and possibility of our own unfolding. And so we're begotten, no matter how tragic our, you know, our life is or has been, we are begotten out of the universal love or the love of the universe or the love of God or the all that is to know itself. So I just want to share some. So be the gatherings. Um, you know, we will be helped. Or be, you know, we will be helped. Uh, that was the other the, the other message um, that this was interesting. There will be those that make the noise. Okay, so you see a lot of noise right now, especially on social media. Oh, if you don't believe this way, then you're not cool. You're not helping. I'm pro this. I'm against that. There's all this noise, 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 noise. And if you don't believe it or you don't believe in this way or you don't help and you don't march and you don't do this and you don't do that, then you're not conscious, you're not awake, you're not this, you're not that. You know, there's a lot of noise. And so I was told the ones that make the noise, there's going to be the ones that make the noise. There's going to be the ones that work in silence. There's the ones that work in the background or background position. And they're the ones that break ground. So there are a a group of us, (laughs) we could say, that may be more silent and working in the background, but we're breaking ground. So those that are causing awareness, which is an important part of change and shifting and and, and, and transmuting the energy, um, it it stirs things up. But they're only creating awareness. The change is going to come by those that break ground, that actually break the pattern. Because we've been doing the noise since the beginning of time. But that's part of the earth drama here. That's part of how the passion play plays out. So know that you are making a difference when you're breaking your own ground, your own cycle, your own limitation. You're, you're healing your own wounding. You're loving yourself more no matter how you look, how you feel. You're loving your expression, your soul expression. You know, you're loving your body more. They said also, we are the ones before. There are those that came before. We lay the foundation within the soil where the new seeds of light are planted. So this is a lot with star seeds, but we're planting seeds. 
So as you shift and change in your consciousness, as you heal more, and part of healing is just recognizing that there's always going to be a, a fractured part or parts. That's part of separating out. But the key is not to think that the separating out is separation. So this coming together is so important. See where and how you can do more of this because your gifts are needed. Your time is here. The time is now, beautiful loves. Let's get to callers, 347-539-5122. Hi, you're on air. Welcome. Hello. Hi, my name's Michael. Hey, Michael. Welcome. Hello, hello. Thanks so much. First time checking it out. Oh, cool. Very cool. Yes, I definitely agree in regards to kind of what you were talking about there at the end and uh, uh, the noisemakers and then the the silence and then those who are just kind of sitting back going, all right, ready for this to all unfold. (laughs) Right? Yeah. And we all do it in our different way. You know, I kind of wanted to respond. Actually, I wrote a long thing. I was going to do an Instagram live on it, and then I thought, don't waste your energy. (laughs) Yeah. You know, this whole division and, you know. You know it'll get tagged. Yeah, we'll get tagged, but then people, and then I'm going to have, I just feel like these, whatever's whatever's going on in the world, it just can't be handled in a meme. No. You know, (laughs) right, or a soundbite. But people want to do that, and if you're not reposting those memes or creating your own meme of I'm with this one and against that one and I'm pro this and that, then (laughs) it's like, Right? You're kind of called out, like, oh, you're not doing enough. You're not spiritual. You're not conscious. And it's like, all right, let's see how many memes <laughs> change the world. <laughs> right, Michael? Uh, let's see if the meme uh, changes the world. <laughs> one hashtag at a time. <laughs> That's exactly, 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 right? Oh, gosh. Okay. So what do we want to look at with you? What's What's going on? So. Yeah, so I'm um, out in the middle of the Arizona desert. Uh, I am uh, doing the uh, RV life. Um, Very cool. And a couple months ago, I left. Um, yeah, I'd say it's close to a couple months ago. I left my uh, sales job. I had um, I had purchased a. I found a great deal on a food cart that I figured either mm-hmm. I'll use it or I could possibly flip it. But I really, but that would mean stop doing this you know, being out in nature right. and, and that type of thing. And I really like, I've only, I've been doing this since July and I love it. So plus there were some things with the job that kind of were kind of falling in place and I, I totally overreacted, which, um, you know, probably wasn't the first time. <laughs> I, you know, making <laughs> I a decision you. like that. You. Yeah. Um, so I'm kind of getting back. I'm, I'm um, looking to get back into remote sales. And yeah, I even I hit that. up my old. Here's what I get. Oh, perfect. Because yeah. I, I get back and forth with you. I think you're going to mix it up. I think you are going to. You're so, you know, awake, awakening, and aware. I feel like you're meant to intermingle with people. You might do it for a while and pull back out. I think the remote is great for you, or even if you're driving to location. But I definitely am seeing people around you. I, I am seeing okay. a work kind of, yeah, definitely situation. I agree. Like I going anything, back to an office? 
No, it doesn't have to be that, but you might be driving to people or driving to offices or locations. There could be something mm. where you where you're obviously remote or on phone, but I'm also seeing other locations. I don't know what that is. If you're going in and showing something or having meetings, um, I definitely am feeling mobility, and I was going to say, yeah, I feel like anything brick and mortar or even like a cart is, is too much. You you want to stay open right now, but it is showing it is really good for your soul to have the people connection. Yeah. No, I am pretty social, even though I am enjoying this ah, immensely. Okay. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. Well, that's what it shows, the social. So I almost feel somehow you'll you'll wind in and out or weave um, in and out. Now, I, I got it. I do see, though, I got a. There is a picture coming in of it's not right away. It could be three to five years. There is going to be something that you, I don't know if it's a center. There is something that you are going to fund or found. It's so funny because, as I said, not brick and mortar. I guess because it's not now. I, it, there could be something in the in the in the desert or mountains or out out in the distance. I feel where you ha- now. I don't know. It could be like your own Airbnb or whatever is that. I don't think it's going to be mm-hmm. called Airbnb. Or it could be a bed and breakfast or some retreat or spiritual. There is going to be some other avenue of income for you. Uh, It could be where people come and gather. You know, I was talking about the gathering. It could be something like that. But I feel like you'll run it in the beginning, and then eventually you'll have someone else uh, running it, and you'll be in and out. Because I do see a lot of travel around you also. I feel like you're going to be going, doing a a lot of traveling. Not right, not now, that's, but in, yeah, that's in, been a that's been something I want want to do. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. And, well, I think this investment yeah. is going to allow you. It's going to give you the passive income plus the inspiration, fulfillment. Um, you'll have a place to come back to a base, but it's it, but it's working. It's working its itself. Um, now I don't know. It could. I've be, had the idea. I've had the idea. Oh, like because Northern Arizona. You can get some pretty affordable land and and so forth. Oh, okay. And if you're, um, you can, you know, there's people who are building the A-frames, tiny houses, those type of things, and doing Airbnbs in northern Arizona a lot, where you can kind of be out on uh, out in the middle of kind of like nowhere, and you know, there's some oh. success to those because okay. in in because in, in Phoenix it can be 118, but you drive two hours, two and a half hours north into Flagstaff, you know it's 80 degrees. Oh wow. Okay. Well, also a lot of people are going to be moving out of major cities and wanting to yeah. have. I, I don't know. I wouldn't call it com. com it, it more com, like let's say it's like um cottages or something where people can connect mm-hmm. like you're close to like-minded individuals it may be on the same property but you're not right under people you know it's not like living yeah. in the same house or townhouse so yeah so that is definitely in your future so i think your soul is nudging you to go back to work partly because of that <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah yeah because that is, yeah, that is that's why definitely was... in your future yeah, because I was, I'm looking at, because again, I don't necessarily know if I want to be, 
in Phoenix, at least, you know, in and around major metropolitan area. So before right. I was, I did the RV thing because it was kind of hit and miss. It was touch and go. Not sure if I was going to be able to pull the trigger. And then um, right. I was going to move to Corpus Christi, Texas. That at least because it's a, it's it's by the beach. It's significantly yeah. more affordable than California and Florida, <laughs> you know, type of thing. Yeah, so I know Corpus um, Christi relatives there in San Antonio. So hmm. just know you're on your path. The next thing in front of you is really that that um, branching out with that job, that career move. But that definitely the property. I wouldn't worry about it now because it's the destiny. If I see it that quickly in a short, I mean, this is like a little mini. This yeah. isn't even like a full reading. So if it comes through that quickly, to me, that's a destiny issue. So I wouldn't even worry about that manifesting, that it's going to happen. Got you don't it. have to got worry it. about got the it. how. You'll be there. You'll have the funds. Um, and you'll be able to travel. You know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to afford you the, the cushion to be able to travel more also. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much. I'll be. Uh, coming yeah, in. No, Look out uh, for someone named Larry. Do you know a Larry? Uh, yes. no. Okay. So I don't know what that's about, but could be some important. Okay. I don't see anything mean or bad, but it could be a business contact yeah. or something. All right, Michael. Take good care. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Bye. Hi, you're on air. Hello. Hello, Hi, Michelle. What's your first name? It's Amla. How are you? Hey, Amla. Hello, Amla. Hi. One of the you sound food. wonderful. You sound wonderful. So, thank you for your oh, show. Thank you for sharing. It's beautiful that you met the kindred spirit that you did. I'm glad what? for you. I'm so happy for you. Elder woman. Yeah. Beautiful. And it always China. happens was... unexpectedly. Absolutely. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yes. She was pulling me in. I pulled in that apothecary because I had been wanting to have one. By the way, is in your neck of the woods. There's one in Soho and one in Brooklyn. But you can oh, buy really? stuff online, too. Yeah, called yeah, Anima okay. Mundi. Yeah, Anima okay. Mundi. Okay. And Sounds good. Yeah, they have – yeah, yeah. So let's talk you. How are you? Let's. I'm doing. I'm doing. My birthday's coming. It's actually in 10 days, so I'm excited. Oh. I, I'm in a new decade. I'm going to be 50, so I'm excited. I really am. Like, this is just, I'm ready. I'm ready because I value myself. I'm brighter. I'm lighter. Um, yeah. So with that, I just, I'm, ready. I'm going out. I've talked to you about this before, but, like, I think I've, there's nothing else to pretty much scrape out of the barrel. Like, I did a lot this, this year of scraping. Um, so what yeah, do you feel like Yeah, give the month and day somebody? of your birth date. Let's look. What's the month and day of your birth date? Okay, so it's December 16th, 10 days. Oh, 16. Okay. Well, I'm not I'm not looking at the calendar. I'm like, that's why I'm this is 9-3. Let's see what's going on. Ooh. New pathways. Wow. You might even move. Have you yeah, moved yet? Yeah, that makes yet? sense to me. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. things are lightening up. Things are going to be getting better. A uh, lot more people around you. Uh, I do see a group, a spiritual center. Now, this is online, but also in person. 
There is a place that you're going to hang out at. Now, what's weird is I hear the sanctuary or the cathedral. I don't know if this is a a hangout place on a consistent basis or you're going to go to something. um, Okay, it's weird because Larry, I got the Larry for Michael before you. So here's the deal, those people that are calling in. Most people... There's going to be a key event or person that all of us meet. Like I met that woman Monday and yeah. the download she was talking about and I could I knew this other part of me was coming through and information but I, she said it's in you but you haven't received it yet and it's true. And what happened to me early this morning yeah. was way different. It was like the the pandemic channeling that I got and like when the Berlin, Berlin oh, Wall went down and other yeah, I don't get those all the time. So this is going to be more of a regular occurrence. So here's what I'm hearing. Okay. There's going to be certain people that we meet in certain situations that we were a part of that are giving us a heads up, and it's also like the trigger that transmutes our energy into yeah. the new direction and locks us into this part of us. You're going to go to some event. I, I don't know what it is. I see steps. It could be, yeah. and I see people with with cups, like like they're getting drinks, hot drinks. So it could be it's going on all day. So I don't. It could be like a art, music happening. It could be like a spiritual happening. It could be, but it's it feels like it's in a community. Okay, it's not like a conference center. And you happen to go, and I feel colder cooler weather because I'd see you in a coat light coat not like heavy it's not snow or anything so it could be you know late winter early spring okay I suppose it could even be fall but I, I kind of feel it sooner and okay. you you're going to meet some all I'm getting is that's the shift for you that moves you in a new direction there's also something you're going to take down somebody's name or number or and it's going to be about work, some kind of new work that you're going to be doing, which, okay. by the way, is something online with the computer. So I don't know. Are you looking for work or something else to do? It's interesting. I, I'm i kind of like on this, I need a break. <laughs> so it's like From? shifting everything right now. I just, I have no, I, I needed like the last month has been self-care and just pouring in some been, love for myself, service. Yeah, so you know, I I could feel it. It's shifting already. Um, I would say by January, I'm gonna start again. So I don't know what that might what that includes. I'm writing notes. Well, here's I have another the deal. Book. I have what another I was book getting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, but here's the deal. What I was getting in the channeling this morning is that because I even had to stop myself. I was trying to push and get so much done that I was felt I'm behind on, and they're like, "You got to stop that," because. We can't get these downloads and feel things out. And also our body is requiring more rest. This higher Absolutely. vibration frequently, yes. right? We're like Absolutely. living in a multitasking world and universe. Yes. Yes. So we are going to yes. apparently need more rest and self-care. So you'll be doing that on and off, pulling yourself out. Yes. In fact, I do see yes. a little trip or travel with you. I don't know where this place is. Burbank, B. Not Bronx. Is there another B name around where you live? I don't know. I'm in Connecticut. There's a, there's Bristol. Maybe Bristol. Okay. There's something, and it's definitely where there's 
okay, I don't know if it's the fall because I'm seeing, I'm seeing the leaves very bright, like orangey, yellow, green. Um, oh. And you're going somewhere out. There's like a train. Is there a train near you? Um, there's always a there's train. a train station about in Hartford. Station. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and that goes all through, through, throughout. It goes through, through New York, and it goes through the other way to, to Massachusetts. So it goes you're all going over the place. somewhere on the train, and someone's picking you up. You decide not to drive for some reason. It's a nice train. It's not like sandwich subway. It's something you're going to be doing. Some, probably, I don't yeah. know if you meet meet okay. someone somewhere else or a friend, but you're going to be you're on this. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. You drive a couple of times, and it's like, no, I'm just gonna take the train so I can read or I can write or I, I put my earphones on or earbuds, and I'm, I'm writing. Do you do like manuscripts or something or editing? Um, that's interesting. You say no. I, I mean, because I'm more of like the right. I just, it's very, it's very multifaceted. What I write about now, like I think the next book is gonna be more like. What I've been going through, 22, 23, in a nutshell, it's all about alchemy. It's all about the light and the dark that I've been, been experiencing in inside out. But, Abba, to be honest, you're gonna be, it's not your thing. I feel like you're writing for a, a, a website or a magazine, something online. Oh, really? Because there's a deadline oh. to it. Yeah. And there's something you're, you're, yeah. Anyway, you do have new revenue stream coming up is what I'm being shown. Um, okay. And there is something that is going to – you're back and forth. All I can see is you on that train. Someone picks you up. You're laughing. You have your you have your laptop. Um, you've got a coat on. Some gla- It's kind of like you're bundled up. I can just see you in the car and driving. And it's also someplace that you're going to be driving that is along a, a waterfront. So I don't know if it's a lake or a beach. Okay, that makes a sense beach. to me. We have Where a lot of that? those around here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Anyway, I could go on, but we I got to get to other people. So what's your question? Because I'm like, woo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the question is, like, do you feel me needing somebody in the next month or two? Or uh, next year. I don't know when. I'd have to, yeah. That's part of this. I, I'm, I'm wondering if this person is out of the area but is on that train. Train. Because you're back and wow. forth, back and forth. And it's like, oh, I have extra work. Oh, I'm going to do the work. Uh, on the train, while I'm, I, oh, I've got my, while I'm yeah. traveling, I brought my laptop yeah. so I can get this done, whatever it is. I got to get this done, but I'm going to do it on the train, and then oh, I'll pick you up. So I don't know if you meet them at this this thing that you go to, or you go to this thing and your energy shifts, and then you meet the person. Okay, but it's all connected. It's all intertwined. It's all connected. So when you yeah. go to that thing, then. Um, and by the way, everybody, when you psychic now, mind you, because sometimes I'm remote viewing and I can see exactly. I'm like, oh, I see big windows and a mountain. Oh, I'm looking at the mountain. One time I was reading for a client of mine in Aspen, and I'm like, I see a white shirt and pink, like polka dots. I'm like, I don't know. I'm seeing white. Po- are you wearing? And she goes, oh my god, I, that's my favorite sweatshirt. It's it's white with pink po- you know, pink <laughs> circles. And she goes, and I, and I kept seeing all these. I don't know what they were, but she she does balloon making or something with balloons and packet. I don't oh, know anyway, but I'm seeing the. But let me also say, if I'm seeing parts of what I'm there, you'll know what I'm talking about. Yes. 
like with the steps and uh, yeah, where you're going. I almost feel like it's a neighborhood happening or something. Okay. There's or a couple of things go that there. are going on. Yeah, I, I love. I'm actually are the, going to retreat times. Like I'm going to a lot of retreats with tea and journaling and. Oh, it's all okay. intertwined. Yeah, it's all intertwined. Yeah. Okay. All right, yeah. I'm like keep us posted then. Thank you so much, and 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 bless you, and happy New Year to you. If I don't talk to you beforehand. Okay, you too. Big hug. Happy New Year, twenty four. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Hi, you're on air. Hi, thank you so much. This is Lisa from Connecticut also. Oh, another Connecticut. Hello, Lisa. Welcome. What's your question? Um, What are my guides wanting me to push to do or not do or future kind of thing? Oh, I like that. Push to do or not do. Okay, let's see. Well, you're actually revving up for something is what I'm getting. Let's see, communication, intuition, psychic work, trusting your intuition. One of the things for you is also the, 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 your routine is coming up as well as the body. Does that, does that make sense to you, taking care of your body? Yes. Health, wellness, fitness, that's the next thing for you. Um, but you are going to be initiating something. So I don't, that could be a, you know, new plan, diet, going to the, like a chiropractor, herbs, I don't know. But there is something new that you are initiating with that. Um, now, I, I heard remember your, I don't know if it's literal, I'm hearing rem- tell her to remember her dreams. Is that to be your dreams and your wake, your state? Because wait. Or it's literally your dreams. What do you really want to do? So I almost feel like you're energetically getting in shape or getting back in shape to open up to your dreams, something that you've been wanting to do. And there's three to five things, but three major things that you're going to be focusing on. And they're telling me she will know what to do. She, so to handle these things, uh, one of them, body, routine, having that space to kind of um, kind of tune in, tune in. I'm getting you're very intuitive, right? I was, and then I had like seven surgeries in a year and a half, and my dog went into hospice care with me for Ah, uh, that's why. Okay, so you're going back to that then. Yeah. Okay. So you have to heal that from that the body, and that's the mental body and the physical body. A little bit emotional too, but it, it's kind of taken a lot out of you in the in your physicality. So healing that and connecting back into your intuitive nature, that is going to help you move forward. That's part of your healing. That's part of your self care. Okay. I did. Right, I did just. Big, I, I did, did what? order. A, I did just order. I had been wanting to go back to weightlifting, and I did just get my weights and my oh, bar. Perfect. There it is. The body. That's it. That's the yep, perfect, that, perfect, that me yeah, perfect. It literally for came you. today. <laughs> I <laughs> love it. You're in alignment. All right, Lisa, Thank big you. hug. You're okay, so welcome. happy blessings for the new year. Thank you. Thank you, too. Hi, you're on air. Hi, Michelle, Valerie. Valerie, how are you? I'm pretty good. How are you? 
I'm doing great. What's your question, Valerie? This is going to sound weird, but do you see these medical establishments getting rid of the hokey pokey? That's what I'm going to call it. <laughs> oh, no. Mm-mm. No. And there's okay. going to be more. There will be more of the jibby-jabby, hokey pokey. Yeah. Right. Um yeah, we're we're in a two-tier lane, and, and, and people really need to, uh, it's good that you bring this up, to look at Aquarius. Uh, you know, we have Pluto and Aquarius, well, coming in, in January. Aquarius is also cults. It, it, it's, it's, there's a high level, like a, a low, mid, and high level of anything, right? Ho, low level, low octave, mid, or you could call a low, mid, high vibration, and also the medical field, it, the procedures. So we are going to see a lot of advances. Um, I would say even helping people walk again through um, transmitters and you know technology. And you're, so you're going to see a lot of pharmacopoeia go up, and at the same time you're going to see a lot of herbs, natural remedies, alternative means, and healthcare. Uh, go up and, 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 and happen. You're going to see one trying to strangle out the other, which we know which one it is. Um, <laughs> but it won't. Because, but but there will be that tussle for a while until it kind of, you know, gets, flushes out, till it balances out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's going to be a lot, because it's a big money maker. You know, things like that, elder care, things geriatric, longevity, um, you know, stem cell, PRP, you know, all these things using different light frequencies, sound frequencies, tone, you know, there will be a commodified or, or more of a, a, a um, financially motivated root to that and then one that is based more holistically and taking in the whole person. So there will be a lot of treating of symptoms, creating of things like what happened, you know, in the panty. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's here and, uh, and others coming, let's just say that. Oh, wow. I think people's relate. Yeah, I think people's relationship to it or what's upcoming will ch- will change and is already changing, as people trust their own body. That's why the body is so important in this part of the awakening, is to understand what works for you and you know what what not only what are your beliefs but what's best for your body. Well, do you think that's the block that's um, keeping me from uh, getting these positions? Because I applied for a second one. I haven't well, heard that, that can yet. be if if that's part of their requirement. Mm-hmm. That, but but you will you know there's a little bit things are going to open up more and I think I even said with you more January on we're in a, we're in a little bit I mean even us going into a retrograde on the 13th um, we're we're in a little bit of a, a holding pattern right now for things. So I would okay. say pick, things are going to pick up more mid-January on, where things that have been stuck or stagnant start moving. So perhaps in right. January may be working? Um, yeah, I just feel like there's a de- I think I said that before with a delay. Yeah, there it is, a delay again. What's really working in 
Yeah, but it's it's medical, I'm, so I, that's why I would. Yeah, it's medical. Mm-hmm. Well, that's going to be for some people. That is going to be a consideration. So just know that that's that's going to that's going to be a consideration whether in an office and organizations with some people it's not but some places right. it's it is it is a consideration okay. that's what I'm hearing I yeah think the one I buy too it all right Valerie keep us posted yeah. keep us posted I will Bye. thank you thank you hi you're on air we have time for two more let's see if our guest hi is Michelle on hi oh, who's this hi it's Void. Say who it's it is. Void. 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 Hey, Void. Hello, Void. Hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Hi. Um, so I did want a reading, but like real quick, just want to validate your visions for everyone listening. I had like pretty much the same vision before the Panini. Like I saw the tanks and the the National Guard and all that, and it's just oh. I got chills. Like it's so spooky to hear you say. <laughs> saw the same thing is it just validates that it's real um yeah oh my god yeah yeah so um but as far yeah, as some uh, of reading, us got, not a lot of people got that i think there was one other terror and of course i got it so early on i told my clients i told my team and i said this thing is coming because i i can tell the difference between like a yeah. Michelle dream hand and and a vision you can tell the difference yeah and right and even the the passport you know the everything the shutdown yeah. i was like and i was talking to my friend paula on the phone all the time going i'm still here i'm still here and i'm like mm-hmm. and now it was weird one day i'm walking talking to him i'm walking down my street at night and i'm like oh my god i realize it was my future self because here I am talking to you on the phone yeah. saying, I'm still here. I can't get out. <laughs> yep. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. good to hear your voice. Yeah, so, you too. I haven't shaking? been able to call in, in a while. I know. Um, you haven't been. <laughs> I thought of you but the other I have day been watching you on card YouTube. with your music. I don't know what you've been drawing, oh. but your music is needed. Well, that's that was like one of the all things the guy said. The messages. That's what. Yeah, the guy. One of the guy. The this, this morning's channeling. They said art and music. Art, mm. music, sound, and words, all individually or all together, are really going to wow. be highlight. And if you think about it, to get information out or to shift the vibrational frequency. It's kind of like what we're talking about. It might be working in a background position, but it's your words or the tones that you're doing or just your consciousness. That was the other thing that I was saying. Mm-hmm. Remind people that it's not so much what we're doing, it's our consciousness that we're transmitting. Absolutely. So, anyway. And that makes so much sense, too, with the, the throat chakra being about sound. Well, part of the throat chakra being about sound, yeah. and like I associate that with Aquarius. So, it's, yeah, that makes so much sense. Yeah, yeah. it's also after we do a lot of inner child work, which is that third chakra, the solar plexus, hata center, our intuition, body wisdom, inner child, then we get into the higher level of our gifts and expressing them in the world, which activates that fifth mm. chakra. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, what should we... So, yeah. <laughs> um, so it's my birthday month, 
Um, my birthday is at the end of the month. And I've never asked you for a numerology reading before, so I was actually hoping if you could dip into that if you have time. Oh, let me, let me do a little dip. Yeah. Let me do a little dippy. <laughs> okay, just give me the month and day. Okay, it's 12, December right? 24th. Yep. Oh, changes, big changes in new direction. So you're going to have a lot, a lot of inner change. Um, there could be outer change too. There could be a move or preparing for a move or you realize where you live, you want to be someplace else or different places more aligned or better. But I feel like there's a lot of change going to be happening within that you have to express. So your your spiritual aspect of your being is going to be very, very highlighted in, I would say, the next six to nine months, you know, even out into a, you know, eight, you're really moving into an 18-month cycle. Okay. But whatever happens within you or your experiences, you're going to feel called to explain it through your art, through your craft. You're going to also be very mm. observational of people, what's going on spiritually, whether within yourself, the people around you, or the world. It's interesting we had this conversation before I tuned in to your frequency, is that I do feel that you are going to see one of the best ways to reach people is through the path of the artist. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Now, remember the healer is also part of the artist. When you look through through history, um they were all you know kind of jumbled together. Even when you look at the time of like the, you know Blavatsky and the salon, that's why I have my metaphysics and spiritualism salon and Patreon cuz the gathering mm-hmm. it was always the seers, the prophets, the occultists, the esotericists and the artists and a lot of artists were esotericists. Or, or work with yeah. tarot or healing energy, and a lot of um, because you're you're channeling. It's the same. It's the same funnel. So somehow that's coming together for you um, this next cycle, this next year. Okay. Okay. Wow. I feel yeah. a lot of heart chakra stuff around that. That I feel like that's what I'm going to be dealing with. Wow, in that's there. I great. Sift through. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was one of the things they also said in the channeling was the heart. Like you would know, we would be getting our messages, but we would know what to do by by the heart, by love, what we love doing, mm-hmm. and, and the heart guiding us. Yeah. All right, Boyd, keep us posted wow. as always. I love All you. All right. Everyone. Thank you so much. You're welcome. <laughs> Bye. Much love. Bye. Much love. Okay, I think we've got time for one more. Let's see if our guest is. Hi, you're on air. Hello. 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 Yeah, hello. Hi, thank you for taking my call. Yeah, what's your first name? Oh, oh, sorry, I'll tell someone this. Um, yeah, my first name is Tanya. Tanya, hello, Tanya. What's your question? Yeah, hi, nice to meet you. Um, nice I wanted to, to ask a question. Um, about um well my current relationship uh with my partner of eight years you know fell apart 
and mm-hmm. um, she does still care about me, and she should be moving out, but, you know, she keeps saying that she feels like she will come back, um, and it's very, very hard to leave me, but uh, I just wanted to see what you're picking up about all this and if you see a reconnection <sighs> in the future. Oh, I feel a lot of heart energy and heartbreak energy, a lot of emotional. You're going into a deeper, deeper, deeper phase of healing. I know you've done a lot of introspection, inner work. Uh, it could include shadow work, which, by the way, psychologically, shadow work is not just what we term negative. It's also our gifts. You are going to be connecting to a part of you where you're self-esteem, self-worth, self-value comes up, your, your appreciation of yourself, your soul, and your gifts, and what you bring. I feel this person back and forth or in and out. I don't know if that's how the relationship first started, but I feel like you're going to be journeying on your own for a bit. Now, will you keep in contact with this person? Yes, kind of back and forth. I see another person around them. I don't know if you're going to take them back, Tanya. I don't it's know Sonia. because you're Tonya? Sonia with an S. Sonia. Oh, Sonia. Sonia. Okay, Sonia. Sonia. I don't yep. know if you're Sonia, I don't know if if you're going to take them back. Okay. When I look in your energetic patterning and what's coming in for you, I am seeing deep, deep healing. Okay. Partner. So they have a lot of inner work. They have a lot to do as well. Um, I just feel like in a, in a way, let's just put it this way, for your free will choice, it's going to be up to you what you decide. So your yeah. higher self, your soul, wants you diving in to the replenishing waters of you, your beauty, your gifts, your connecting with other people, you're moving into a time where it's, it is like a dark night of the soul, I'll be very honest, but you're going to rise and have your own breakthrough and glow up. You are, you are going to whew, really connect to yourself in a much different way. So you're not going to be the same person in six months, okay? Okay. So it depends if that person can, can meet you there, but, you know, I do feel, I feel for you because... It's just you have such transformative energy coming through that it has to be done outside the, the arena of this this relationship. Right. And you'll be able to decide. All right, Sonia, big, big hug to you, okay? Thank you. You're welcome. All right, soul light loves. Um, okay, I'm. If you did not get your question answered, I don't know if we're going to take calls with our guests. I'm not sure what we're doing. Um, I find it interesting though, Sonia. I hope you're still on air or on cue listening, because our guest, hmm, Tarot Lady Teresa Reed. We're going to be talking about the cards you're dealt, how to deal when life gets real but also dealing with grief, loss, change, and using the tarot. So this, we may have some insight for you. So listen by phone, listen in the chat, or listen by computer. All right, let's get to 
Teresa Reed. Hello, Teresa. Hi, it's so good to be here. Oh, great to have you, Tarot Lady. Nice to have you here. Wow. I just feel like it's so interesting. When I read the title of your book and what we're talking about, I thought, I just paused and there was a space, but I'm really seeing that there's this, a need right now, a need for this conversation and a need for this support. Yeah. Oh, Teresa, let us, since you're, you're new to the community here and um, to me, I'd love to know a little bit about you, whatever you'd like to share, and then let's dive in. Sure. Um, well, first of all, I'm really grateful that uh, I get to talk with you today, so thank you for having me. I am, I've been reading tarot and doing astrology for many, many moons, and I've written a ton of books about astrology and tarot, and my latest book is the one that uh, you mentioned, The Cards You're Dealt, How to Deal When Life Gets Real, and it is a tarot guidebook to help people deal with the really hard things that we are all going to face at one time or another. I felt this book needed to happen because at my tarot table over the years when I used to read for the public, I think a lot of people have an assumption that people are coming just to ask about their love lives, and they do, but a lot of times people come with very, very heavy topics, and tarot I have found is a really amazing tool for helping people to sort out um, all these things that at some point or another we're going to have to deal with. Every one of us is going to deal with grief, loss, caregiving, illness. Um, Some of us will get divorced or have heartbreak, and we have to have good um, tools to help us to move through that, and I think tarot is fabulous for it. I love it. I love sometimes just even picking a card, you know, why is this happening or what am I going through or what can I do? And letting that guide, you know, let that be that doorway into our own, you know, inner knowing and connecting to our higher self. Yeah, we've definitely had a lot of people in transition. And then our last uh, caller, you know, in that deep healing phase, which sometimes we can't really consciously or, or cognitively understand why something is we just have to process it right it's such a subconscious unconscious it's such a feely thing you know it's so much in the feelings of what we're going through especially if it's something that we didn't plan on or count on kind of happens out of the blue we re- i feel we really do need to go or what's helpful to go to the mystical, the esoteric, the occult, or, you know, the archetypal to explain our passage. Because sometimes it's hard to explain. You could do everything right, you know, and then, oh, this happened. Mm-hmm. You know? Right? Life can do that, yeah. right? Yeah, and tarot yeah. and the other mystical arts can absolutely help you make sense of it. You know, because, again, every one of us is going to deal at some point in our lives with something that is earth-shattering. And nobody gets spared from that. And one of the things that I find is really interesting, um, you know, I've been on the planet now for a good number of years, but the times I look back, the times where I've had tremendous growth and insight and just been able to really find uh, my way have always been when I've gone through something hard. It's never been when life is hunky-dory. When life is hunky-dory, I don't think too much about it. It's always when the chips are down that is when I have to rise up. 
so true, so true. And you know, we're not. It's not really baked in our society, you know, in our <laughs> conscious to plan for these things. You know, it, it's kind of like everything right. is skewed to right. It, it's kind of like when stuff starts happening. Uh, that's one reason I love doing this podcast is because you hear or group work that I do I'll do a lot of group work mm-hmm. and people will have oh my god I'm going through that too or I went because sometimes it yep. seems like like am I the only one or am I having the bad luck yeah why we don't talk about it and you don't get the manual in school like well there's up life is ups and downs you know when you get oh you're a success if you do this you do that it's all skewed to one side. So I also feel there's not a lot of tools to support when yep. we have something, you know, tra- something traumatic or, or, or grief, something, you know, throws our, our being off kilter. Um, well, also, when so, we're talking about things like loss and grief, those are not happy mm-hmm. topics. People don't want to talk about that. Yeah, you know, that's true. You're right. It gets swept under the rug. I, I mean, people want to talk about, oh, this new fella I met, or, oh, my God, look at me. I've got an A on my report card. We don't like to talk about failures or the hard stuff because it it's triggering. It dredges up a lot of things. And also when people, for example, are grieving, a lot of times we don't want to be around people when they're going through it because we don't know how to support them. And we have to find tools to support people and we also have to learn um, how to be there for other people when they're going through things. Yeah, good point. I almost feel like when when there's loss or grief, it's almost like people think it's catching, like it's a, like it's going to happen to me. Yes. You know, like right? It's like yes. oh, I want to stay away from that. Yeah. I remember Teresa years yeah, ago. You- I had right. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I was agreeing with you, and, and I was just going to add, and oftentimes when people are going through grief, they don't want to bother anybody either, so then it compounds the problem. That's, yes, that can very well, very well be true. Um, I think you'll love this as an astrologer. Years ago, I had Pluto going into my second house, and as an astrologer, I knew what that meant. So I was like, you know what, I'm, anything that's extraneous, I'm going to just start getting rid of it, you know. And I got rid of quite a lot of the even designer things. And, you know, my friends that were around me were freaking out like it was catching. And they were like, oh, I don't know what's wrong with Michelle. What's going on? Why are you, you know, and it's not anything that I loved. It was like, you know, five of something, whatever, because I had a different, you know, life then. And I tried to explain and one friend that was acquaintance friend, but we used to work out together. Just could she? And she told me she goes, "I just can't be around you right now and see you where mm-hmm. you're at in your life." Now, mind you, I had savings in the bank. I didn't have to, but I knew Pluto. <laughs> either you do the you go with the Pluto flow, or the Pluto flow goes over you. You know, so I knew. And let me tell you, two years later, I guess she had the same she messaged me and said, oh, my God, I'm going through what you went through, and I have a different values mm-hmm. now. And and she said, and I'm losing friends also. And I thought, that is so interesting. Yeah. When we, right? What happens, Teresa, when we go through these kinds of shifts, some people, I guess it upsets the narrative so much, they just, and one person did tell me, like, 
oh, I believe um, whom I'm around, which to some degree is true, you know, it influences us, but she's like, I can't, I can't, you know, be around you when you're, because now you're, why are you getting rid of it? Why aren't you wearing this anymore? Why aren't you doing this? Yeah, it was very well, people interesting. people become very attached to, people become very attached to, like, one iteration of who we are. And when we are going through something, a different side mm-hmm. of us shows up, and some people just cannot cope with that. Um, and, you know, that's why you often see, too, when when someone's going through something, what do we do? We we often use useless platitudes. We say, well, everything happens for a reason. And I think oh, that doesn't yeah. do anything except stop the conversation. And you're not giving yeah. the person uh, an opportunity to talk about what's going on. I call that spiritual shaming, too. When you are Ooh, saying things like yeah. that to people, um, you're not letting them like process these these feelings. And we have to deal with our feelings. Feelings are healing, and when we're feeling a certain way, we have to explore that. What's going on there? What's 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 beneath the surface here? What's coming to the surface? We certainly don't want to sh- shove it into a closet because that is how the shadow gets formed. The shadow. We talk a lot about shadow work and tarot and spiritual work. But it gets formed when we are made to feel ashamed for having these very human emotions. And so then we just shove it away, and it always ends up coming back at some point. Shadow just wants to be acknowledged and loved, and we need to be acknowledged and loved, and we need to especially need to be acknowledged and loved when we're going through the hard things. Yeah. I love that what you said, that term, spiritual shaming, because even Mm -hmm. people getting sick, it's like, yeah. All of a sudden, what are you doing or your karma? Right away, it's like all of this comes into play, and it's like, ugh. I always say that's the newbies. You can tell who's been around the block a couple times and of life and had some good teachers because you, you know <laughs> that we're more than that. But, yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that, spirit, that, sh- that shame, it can – you know, I talked about this at the top of the podcast, Teresa, to some degree because – there's a lot of that going on right now with if you're not pro this or against this or you're not posting this or reposting this meme or you're not, you know, there is a lot of shame going on as to essentially what people's role is in this whole awakening of what they're doing. You know, it's like if I post the, these certain memes and I'm, and I'm loud and noisy about certain events, then you know, I'm in the club. I'm in the cool kids club. But if you're not, yeah. just what you said, the spiritual shaming is going on. Yeah, yeah. and I always what say you, you got to mind your own timeline and mind your own activism. Yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, I always say, too, a lot gets done behind the scenes, where and how we spend our time, our energy, our money, and how much we put into the old game or the old system. I mean, you know, if you're creating something else. But, of course, there are those that are meant to bring awareness and march and shake and do whatever, but they're not. that's not where the change, you know, happens. Um, where, what do you think for the spiritual? What do you, what's your kind of gut intuition uh, insight on that and as a, as a rem- awareness of it and a, and a, a remedy? Do you think that is something that will get remedied, or is, is there maybe a approach or my, anything we can contemplate around that? You know, I think these kinds of situations are eternal, 
They've been, mm-hmm. we've had always like a lot of challenging things happening in the world since humans could first, you know, light a fire. And that's because humans are humans and being a human is hard. And I think, you know, because of the internet, we are becoming more aware of what's going on around the world. And mm-hmm. I think what we are seeing is a lot of people starting to think more critically about things. But, you know, again, this is, we have so many things that have just been ongoing since the beginning of time, and I don't think there's easy yeah. answers. Um, but I do I think agree. people are trying to develop compassion, and there are mm-hmm. folks out there. One of my one of my heroes is Chef Jose Andreas, who is always out there feeding people, always out feeding people. Mm-hmm. If there's something going on in the world, yeah. he's right there setting up a station, and that inspires yeah. me to feel compassion and to feel hope. So we've got to look for those people, or like Mr. Rogers says, in, you know, hard times, we've got to look. I'm not, I'm not paraphrasing this properly. His mother told him when things are hard, look for the helpers. And yeah. we can look for those and get inspired. And thankfully, because of things like social media, yes, we see a lot of horrible things, but we also see the helpers, the people who are out there doing good. And there's many, many people doing good, many, many people. That doesn't mean we, we you know, gloss over the hard things that are happening, we do have to talk about that and face that and come together and take care of each other. But we've got a long ways to go. Yeah, and I like that because characteristically where we want to help is is in our gifts. We get to use our gifts. Mm -hmm. I think when people look around, and that's true engagement. If I really love doing this, I feel fulfilled and this is my gift. Even if the gift is simply mm-hmm. just helping out, wherever, where, yeah, I think that can give a lot of meaning, um, you know, and and purpose as to how how we, sh- I guess, show up, you know, and and contribute. Yeah. Um, yeah, and what you said, you know, also, you know, really struck me that. Some people are going to be out there, you know, marching and fighting the good fight, and other people are doing things behind the scenes. I think, you know, we have to think about our gifts, like you said. I agree with that. But also we have to think about what suits us, because everybody's got a role to play. Everybody has a role to play in this thing called life. And we are all here to live on this planet together to make the world a better place. So you've got to figure out, though, what does that mean for you? For some people, it might be that you have the means to donate a lot of money. <clears throat> Other people might find that they're really good at coming into their community and making sure that uh, folks who are marginalized or oppressed are getting help, getting access to health care and water. There might be other people who are on the front lines demanding change. Some people might go into politics. Some people might go into a spiritual life and inspire people. There's teachers. I mean, we've all got a role to play. And every once in a while, Michelle, I hear someone say, well, uh, oh, there's nothing I can do. I don't have money. I don't have, you know, access. I don't have the ability. I'm like, but you can call your representatives. You can sign petitions. Yeah. You can do that. You can call and bug them. If you don't like the way something's going on in the world, be a pest. Yeah, Yeah. even people doing their own healing and the shadow and in consciousness. You know, I have quite a few clients and students and I didn't know this movement was going on um, that because it's funny I had conversation with someone uh, on on air at one point that said oh no there's only you have to be on boots on the ground and marching and this and that and I said well 
come to find out, I knew just through these groups that I was facilitating that there was this whole movement. Um, what was it? one of it is fathers for uh, homeschooling. These fathers that were mm-hmm. yes, and and then these charter schools because they saw what was really going on in the educational system. These parents started getting together in different, and then they come, you know, started communicating because they were all. I don't know if there are inter, any international, but for sure in the United States, mm-hmm. where they started having these schools, um, and it, it came out of the homeschooling, and then wanting a socialization aspect to it to start these uh, schools. And I thought, wow, such a movement in education where they were seeing what was, you know, really needed what the children weren't getting or, you know, just making it better. And they really kind of came together and said, well, this is our, you know, this is our thing. And mm-hmm. you can find it Googling and whatever. There, there, you know, there's, there's obviously podcasts and things about it now, but it's not broadly known. And I thought, wow, that is mm-hmm. very inspiring mm-hmm. that they just went, you know what, we really see what's going on now and where the cracks are. <laughs> We're going to fill those cracks. Mm-hmm. And and I got to tell you, with the fathers for the homeschooling, it just one interview I watched, I just started crying. It was just this group of fathers talking about their children and education and what they were doing. And I thought, oh my God, it is so beautiful. It is happening. You know, this really this coming together and you know creating new systems that are um, mm-hmm. you know transforming. Pluto and Capricorn transforming that, um, you know, energy um, into something that is, you know, more, frankly, more relevant, not just life enhancing, but more relevant to who, you know, who we are and where we are now. And not to mention astrology and tarot taking off, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, it has, you know, I remember back when I started uh, doing tarot and astrology, and we're talking over 40 years ago, and, you know, of course, I was like, quote, unquote, a weirdo, and people would, you know, oh, my God, that's so scary, that's weird, that's freaky, and it's interesting to see the resurgence of it, and a lot of this, really, during the pandemic, suddenly, there were tarot readers coming out of the woodwork I don't like, yeah. where were these people before? And, I mean, it, the Internet has made it more accessible. So over yeah. the last, I would probably say the last decade or so, it's become a lot more accessible for people. It was much harder back in the day to get your hands on this in this information. And suddenly yeah. it's all over the Internet. And you can get books and decks from here and there and everywhere. And then during the pandemic, there's all these new tarot readers and astrologers that came out of the woodwork. I'm like, Wow. It looks like it's no longer in the, you know, shadows. It's like it's in, it's out. I mean, even you see the fashion designers using tarot. I think Dior used tarot as inspiration for outfits a couple of years ago. So oh, it, yeah. it, this stuff is definitely big right now. No, it's definitely it's big. I know when I, I had a modeling and acting career and my agent used to say, don't tell anybody you're psychic. Of course I did, and everybody <laughs> has stories, right? Like, oh, I like I know when my mom's calling or my grandma on the other side came to me. Yeah. Um, but when I would travel around, especially in the South, 
uh, I stayed sometimes in what they call models' apartments, and you know, I had my deck, I had my altar, I had all my stuff I carried with me mm-hmm. when traveling. And I would get in these debates, uh, which back in the day I had, I, I knew scripture and I'd study different religions, so I had the receipts. Now I, I don't know, it's all out of my head. But people would go, Shell's really nice, but she's into tarot, or I don't know if she's of the devil. Or mm-hmm. I'd had a couple models go, going, you know, I was a little afraid of you, and but you're, you, you know, you're really nice. You're, you know, you're really very positive. And I was like, oh my God, these people. But now they're the same ones, you know, wearing the T-shirt. <laughs> They've got their own, yep. you know, doing the decks on TikTok. And, yeah, it's become much more accessible. And I find, I'm wondering if you found this too, Teresa, in your kind of experience of late. I would say around somewhere between like between 2010, maybe 2011, 2012, to about 20. 17 i saw things got very surface it was like oh i took a weekend course and now i'm you know here's my you know teaching or whatever consulting whether hypnotherapy astrology you know that whole idea of studying with teachers and apprenticing and doing your own inner work was gone i mean i can't even tell you by the people i talk to whether you know on the podcast or in groups Something shifted where now I see, and maybe you know this from your experience or maybe as an astrologer or through tarot, I don't know, but I'm curious to get your take on it. Something shifted where people want to go deep. They want the better information. They they want to know the lineage. They want to study. They want to work on themselves now. Um, I don't know how I can tell you when because I you know, encountered it, especially on my podcast, but there seems to be a not just zeal now, but dedication to one's path and knowing oneself and healing and inner work and the shadow. Uh, I mean, look at this somatic, um, you know, psychology with the with the with the body now. There's all these different modalities coming out. I don't know. What are you, what's your take on that or your thoughts? Well, back in back in the the era that you're talking about, there was a huge, huge surge in online businesses, and there were a lot of people then who launched these courses that you can become, you know, a business coach in six weeks and make six figures, or yeah. you can be a tarot reader after the six week course. And so I think a lot of people got started to monetize their hobbies and got into it for the wrong reasons without doing the inner work. And as you know, if you are going to do tarot and astrology professionally, you've got to work on yourself. You've got to be the living example that your stuff works. And a lot of these people are coming in with the wrong motive. Yeah, I mean, I just remember seeing some of these people, and they really became very fly-by-night, that maybe even some of them put on a big show for a bit, and then they disappeared because, first of all, um, they discovered this is actually hard work. Tarot is hard work. It's not mm-hmm, easy money. Mm-hmm. If you think it's easy money, you're going in the wrong industry. But the other yeah. thing is people that were coming to these folks um, were getting harmed by their work because they didn't have the depth. They didn't have their own inner work done. They didn't have the experience. You can't just do six weeks and, yeah. you know, take a course and ta-da, now you're a professional. You have got to practice 
it's an art. It, mm-hmm. You need to continuously own your craft. I mean, I'm all still taking classes and reading books, and I've been doing this over 40 years. So one of the things I think is that there was really kind of the backlash to that. I also think people had more time on their hands during the pandemic, so they really started to study and get into it. And there was more of a demand for that. Now, that being said, I still see a lot of folks jumping on this stuff before they are ready Ready. and they're more concerned with their branding than they are with honing their craft and they're doing damage. They're out there Mm -hmm. harming people because you haven't done your work and you haven't done the work to understand all the the intricate stuff that is involved in tower reading, intuitive work, and astrology. I mean, astrology is a big topic. A six-week course isn't enough for you to become a professional astrologer. I'm still studying it. I still learn from it. Yeah. Not just my own chart, you know. but a, a new something, a new, a, you know, a new yep. way to look at an aspect, another, a new configuration, yep. a new, I mean, I'm like, I am, in some ways I go, I'm I'm back at the beginning in some levels, you know, in some ways. Yep. But it's, people uh, don't like going to the beginning. They want to be the expert before they're ready. And I, I got to mm-hmm. tell you, Michelle, I've had people get angry at me when I say you need to keep getting the education if you're going to do this because they think I'm in some way saying that they can't do it. And I'm like, no, it's not that you can't do it. It's not that you can't learn things quickly. But the experience is important because oftentimes yeah. in these six-week courses, they don't teach you the things like what do you do uh, if somebody gets really angry at you during a reading, what do you do if a topic comes up that's very taboo? What if you trigger yeah. somebody? What if you have to talk someone off the wall? These are things you need to learn by study and experience and experience. hopefully working with good teachers that can help you. Yeah, yeah. Keep I learning. agree, and I'm so glad you're saying that because, yeah, you really you have to know how to talk to people, study with someone or a course or class or school or something. And then I, the apprentice thing, I always say I'm only where I am because of my teachers. You know, I remember one of my first teachers where Absolutely. I'm like, oh, I'm learning all this. And I was with my, you know, with Tarot. And I said, yeah, I, you know, my gift. And she looked at me and she said, work on yourself, work on your ego. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. Ooh, she didn't say you're ready to save the world. <laughs> she said, Focus on you. Work on yourself. Work on yourself. But, yeah, I, I love so what important. you're saying. Yeah. And it gets fun to me because it's like I'm never in this place where I know it all. And so I really don't have the mm-hmm. pressure of what I say or what I do, you know, other than my own integrity and connection to my, you know, higher self and soul and, you know, doing the best I can, but I'm not claiming to um, know something. Yeah, you know, I watched something the other day, and I I have to share this with you, and I just just cringed, and I wanted to, like, reach out to this person, and I'm like, okay, let it, they'll they'll learn. But it was a general reading on YouTube, and the person started going into health. And, oh, God. It was scary. Yes, I had to go cancel, Mm -hmm. cancel in my head. I was like, oh, my God, I can't be- I never, on something general, you don't know who's there. You don't know what's going on. You know, people are very open. And it, it yeah. came up in one of the workshops, and I said, you just do not. There's ways to say it. I go, you've got to learn. I go, but I would never do that in a general reading. You know, other, again, 
focus on your diet, nutrition, your health, or if you you know feel like seeing your dog. Yeah, there's ways to put something out there, but to say something could be wrong, I'm picking up something. I thought, oh my god, it's exactly what you're saying, Teresa. It's exactly what you're saying. Yeah, we have. We have to learn how to be responsible and not cause harm. And also, some people try to take the role of professionals that they are not supposed to take. Tarot, astrology, psychic work, it's not a substitute for therapy. It's not a substitute for a lawyer or a business um, advisor. It's also, you cannot diagnose or prescribe. You're not a doctor. Right. You can't do that. And you should never, ever take the role. But also, you know, there is some part of the public that also has to take responsibility. And I've had people over the years, I remember like people would say, I want you to tell me the day I'm going to die. And I'm like, why would you want to know oh. that? First of all, second of all, I can't see that. I'm not God. You know, I mean, yeah. people would ask things like that. Um, so the public also has to remember to be responsible too. When you are going That's into true. a reading with a with a you know astrologer whatever you can't expect them to know all of those details and there's certain things that you shouldn't be pushing them to do things that cross ethical lines. Yeah, I always say that's the part, um, like what, the sex of your baby. Sometimes you can get that, but usually I always say to people that in death, will, God will laugh at you because it's <laughs> it's like it's the, like the one thing that says. You're not all that. <laughs> You're not. That yep. This cannot be right. This cannot be predicted. This is not. Oh my gosh! Now, Teresa, tell me a little bit about how people can connect with you. Um, I love your energy too. By the way, I'm so so glad we connected. Um, I am too. I know I've you're enjoying this. Yeah, me as well. So you're at the Tarot Lady. Wait, is it TarotLady.com? Yeah, my website is thetarolady.com, and I'm on social media. Usually my handle is the Tarot Lady. Um, okay. On TikTok, somebody actually grabbed that handle, so on TikTok I had to um, go with uh, the Tarot Lady official, but I'm generally the Tarot Lady on social media. Okay, great. And the book, let's talk a little bit about how do you envision people using this the book, by the way. There's two different ways to use it. First of all, if you're somebody who's going through something, um, this book is going to show you how tarot can be an ally and a guide to navigate these tough times. But also, there's a lot of advice in there for professional readers, so they can deliver oh, readings on good. topics like grief, loss, oh, loss good. of a child, oh, that's great. Uh, world events. Yeah, so they can learn how to deliver readings on these topics that are going to help and not harm. So it could be for the professional or for anybody who really is looking to use tarot in an introspective way to heal. Mm, I love that. Yeah, I think resource books are great. You know, books that have these ideas or guidance to, you know, help us um, are phenomenal. It really especially if it's from somebody that has some experience, uh, not just the training, but the experience, because even if you take, and you probably know this, I, I, I was amazed at the beginning, even if you take courses or even study, I mean, even my counselor training, 
and hypnotherapy, it looked very, very different. And even me talking to my um, professor and like, oh, my God, it's, you know, it lives, and he used to say it lives differently, you know, than what you, what mm-hmm. you study. When you're right in front of someone, something's happening, and it's like um, sometimes what you learn, and this is interesting, because sometimes what you learned in a book you need if that if it's you know if it's not attached to some kind of experience it, it it's sometimes not as valuable or from a conversation like this or you know someone like that's why I love apprenticing I think because yeah. right you get that person's experience um which you sound like you have a, a lot and you and I I love because I feel like you've really thought a lot you've contemplated like you didn't just do like a spiritual bypass <laughs> you have you know no uh, you've <laughs> you've done the work you've 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 thought the thoughts you know and i'm yeah, still doing the work it. and a lot of the things i've learned over the years have been through making mistakes in my work and mm-hmm. and coming back and said oh okay this would be a better way of doing this this is more healthy this is more healing this is going to be what's mm. going to help people. And that only comes again when you're out in the tarot trenches as long as I was. I read for the public for over 30 years, and I retired from doing readings a couple of years ago to focus on writing. Um, but I have, I did a, I was a high-volume reader. I did a lot of readings, and oftentimes on very, very gnarly topics, which I tend to be really good at working with those topics. And... Um, I learned a lot along the ways, and I'm hoping to impart my wisdom before I go into full retirement. You know, I do a lot of teaching now. I teach over on Patreon, and I've got a couple oh, more okay. years, and then I'm going to retire. So I am, like, telling people, look, I'm trying to get these books out there and give you the information because hopefully we can put some good tarot readers out there and yeah. so the readers are already out there, give them this information and guidance so they can continue to do their good work out there. Yeah, because sometimes, I mean, it is people, like you said earlier, may come for one reason. They could really be going through something, and you have that chance to really help, to impart some insight or, you know, wisdom uh, using the, 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 you know, the tarot as a, as a vehicle. So, and with so much of what's going on in the world, I think a lot of people are turning to readers and they want to know more like you said earlier they want to process that the shadow the inner work go deeper and we're you know on whatever level where you're at or you perceive yourself we're always looking for some guidance or insight or someone mm-hmm. to bounce ideas off of or help so i think i i think that your book is a you know phenomenal and fantastic idea uh for people to have to because these things are going to come up you know, in people. You bet. You know, and they're going to come up a lot. Yeah. yeah. They're going to come up a Especially lot. Especially now. More. And that I think is, yes, oh, my God, yes, you're right. Right. And i got to tell right? you yeah. something, you know, that I was, when I went, there's a difference between reading for your friends and yourself and reading for the public. When you yes. read for the public, yes. I mean, we see the, the stereotypes like, oh, we're all going to be talking about the tall, dark stranger. That is not the truth, the reality is, again, people come with some heavy stuff because sometimes the tarot table 
is the only safe place to talk about these things. Yeah, yeah, so true. Oh, Teresa, it's so true. Because there is some level of non-judgment. There is a purity there when you connect in that for that type of session. There's really, um, that's a really good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Well, you know, I think tarot mm. readers yeah. and astrologers were a lot like journalists. I mean, journalists are mm. out there dealing with some really heavy stuff, and a lot of journalists become a lot more compassionate after doing the work for a long time. I've heard many of them say that over the years. And it's the same with people who do the work we do. When you're out there dealing with that heavy stuff, your heart opens up. You you bleed mm. with the people that are sitting at your table and I mean, it's really an intimate experience, and it's very profound for not just the person getting the reading, but the person getting the reading. It's an honor yeah. to witness somebody it's an honor. going through something. Yes. Oh, yeah. so true. It is such an honor. Yeah, such an honor and such a sacred trust to be able to you. see that. And see, yeah. And that, Someone that is opening you with their most... Yeah, with their most intimate things, they're opening up to you. They're getting vulnerable with you. I mean, that's that's somebody who's giving you a gift. And so you want to treat that gift really well, like the special thing that it is. And that's why I treat the work that I do with reverence. You know, don't get me wrong. I've got a wicked sense of humor. But yeah. I treat the work really seriously and with a, with a lot of reverence because, again, it is an honor to do this work. I, I don't look at it like, oh, my God, i got to go to work. I'm like, oh, I get to do this work. Yeah. And I love, too, that the title, the cards you're dealt, because very, very much that is our life. It's not even sometimes, oh, you did this, mm-hmm. you did that, or you didn't know. or you. It's like, no, you are dealt certain cards, and now mm-hmm. how, do you, how do you deal how, how how do you cope? Mm-hmm. How, how do you manage what you're going through? That's who thought of that title, by the way. That's a great title for the day. My That's son great. gets full. You're so I've got a very clever oh. Aquarius son, and oh. when I was putting the book together, the concept, I said, you know, I got to come up with the title. My other books, I've had the titles I've come up with myself, but for that one, he sits and he goes, well, let me think about it because he's he's so smart. He's He's Aquarius, Moon, and Gemini, Libra, Rising. I mean, air, 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 air. Oh, wow. And he comes back like 10 minutes later and says, why don't you call it the cards you're dealt? I'm like, oh, my God, that's brilliant. brilliant. And then the subtitle yeah. I came up with, because my uh, my wonderful publisher, Wiser, says, we got to have a subtitle for this. And I'm playing around with that. I said, well, how to deal when life gets real. And so between yeah. him and I, we came up with a pretty – Pretty clever title. Yeah, well, that's all. He gets the big credit, though, for the title. I mean, he's he's got a gift with that. We always laugh. His name is Nick. And he says, you know, I want to start a business where I name things. I'm going to call it Nicknames. And I said, oh, my God, that's probably you should. (laughs) Oh, boy. He's going to have his another glow up with, you know, with the upcoming aspects. Yes. Yeah, wow. Yes, and he's zero-degree Aquarius, so... On January twentieth, when the sun goes into Aquarius and Pluto goes into Aquarius the same day, that is like I told him. I said, "This wow. is going to be, this is going to be a profound time for you." And he's got that Moon in Gemini, so we got that Gemini, Jupiter and yeah. Gemini next year. It's going to be a big year for I him. I know, right? Big year. Wow. 
I'm excited. Boy. Yeah, it's that is going to be that is great. And boy, for him to come up with that and nicknames, oh, I don't know. Feels good. Feels he's good. very yeah. <laughs> he's very clever. He's really funny. Very witty. Uh, always makes me laugh. Oh, so Moon and Gemini. It's a joy yeah. to have him I was in like, my orbit. I bet. I bet. And very, I'm sure very inspirational. Um, yeah, as yep. well. But yeah, that's it. When life gets real, that what a perfect timing too, Teresa. A perfect book for the perfect timing right now. Thank you, Amazing. Michelle. Thank you. Well, we're winding out of time. Let uh, let's just kind of kind of wrap up here, where people can connect with you. We talked about it already, but those were just yeah. kind of joining. We got a few people come in. Of course, your book. Um, the cards you're dealt when life gets real. Amazon every is the best probably online. Is it still? You know, people can get Barnes people and... can get books anywhere books are sold <clears throat> online and off. I always tell people okay. <clears throat> whatever's going to be easiest for you. Some people find it's easier to just go through. <clears throat> excuse me, Amazon. But you can also call your local shops and let okay, them know good. that you'd like to have the book in stock. And you can also tell okay. your library to get the books in stock because libraries will carry metaphysical books. And some of my local libraries do have my books in stock. And so for folks who maybe, you know, it's not in your budget, call your local library. They will get the book in. Yeah. Okay. That's a good good thing. Cards are dealt and putting it in the chat. All right, and at the Tarot Lady, Insta, Facebook, and TikTok, a variation of that. I forgot what it was. What is it? The Tarot Lady Official. That's, somebody grabbed that oh, official, the Tarot okay. Lady. But mostly everywhere that you go, you're going to find the Tarot Lady is me. There, By the way, okay. there are imposters out there. It's not me if it doesn't go back to the website. It's not me. And if somebody ever, ever hit you up in your direct messages saying they want to do a reading for you, that's definitely not me. I stopped reading for the public almost four years ago. Just got to warn yeah, people it, about those, those I know, those I know. It's interesting. I just, yeah, had somebody do that in one of my, on Instagram, and I've had it like three or four times, oh, and I'm like, mm. it almost fooled one of my acquaintances, acquaintance friends, thought, oh, I was thinking of getting a reading with you. Yep. And then you popped in, and I'm like, but I don't do that. <laughs> yeah, no, no legit, <laughs> no not, legit psychic or tarot reader or astrologer does no. that. No, no, not at all. So yeah, well, anyway, all the ways to get in touch with you also will be, are in the description box of this uh, episode, so people can look there too. Teresa, come back anytime. I have enjoyed our conversation and uh, learned quite a bit. So thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me, Michelle. It was a pleasure. And I'll hope to talk to you soon. Thank you. Yeah, me too. Bye. All right, Radiant Soul Light. Um, if a little recap, Teresa Reed uh, at Tarot Lady or the Tarot Lady. Um, the book was The Cards You're Dealt, When Life Gets Real. I love that title, The Cards You're Dealt. So true about life, right? All right, so lights, um, if you did not get a reading from me, I will be here um, next Wednesday. You can call earlier. We had a lot of people in the queue. So um, see if you can call in a little earlier, be on, on, you know, in the queue 
or you can reference me in the chat. Uh, also, uh, connect with me on Instagram, Patreon, YouTube, and I hope to see you here next week. I hope you, if you're new, I hope you'll come back. And those of you that always come back, I love you. It's so great to have you in my my sphere here. All right, lots of love and light. Keep shining bright. I'm getting woke and staying woke. Awakenings broadcast every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Archive shows available on iTunes. For continued awakened conversations and insights, join the Awakenings group on Facebook. And check out Michelle's blog at soulplayground.com. And keep awake. Are you woke? You're staying woke.